Big Sloth. Is it for real? We used to love it, then we watch it now. We don't know if we like it. Is it for real? You're listening to Is, is it, it for real? This is Philip and Katie and Bridget. And this week in our new century on the pod, we are doing 1992's Sneakers, uh, which is my pick. And I, um, this is a pretty obscure one. And I can't say that I did a lot of effort finding someone to intro it. Um, but I, I, I originally did not. And who came in to save the day, but our amazing art director, Jeff S. So for our intro, take it away, Jeff S. There is a film cliche now, the guy in the chair. In Spider-Man Homecoming, Spider-Man's friend Ned tells him, I want to be your guy in the chair. We'll have headsets. I'll be looking at computer screens and I'll be giving you navigation and I'll be giving you intel. And that's the name of the cliche now. Looking at sneakers, I think this might be the original guy in the chair movie where all the big action is centered around a guy with a team of tech guys who are helping him out with all this coordination and all this info. And I'm trying to think of another strong example from earlier and I can't think of one from earlier. So it might be kind of an important movie. I remember seeing this in the theater with my dad and my brother, and I just remember loving it. I was 10. Around that time, we had installed an outside light with a motion sensor, and that motion sensor became my biggest fascination. I needed to see if I could do what Robert Redford did and move across the front yard two inches per second and not turn the light on. And actually we have a motion sensor in our backyard now and I still play that game. It's been 30 years and I'm still a sneaker. <laughs> oh my gosh, awesome. that is such an awesome intro. Um, wow, did you know that Jeff S was sneaking around your backyard trying I, not to set off the I was wondering what was happening out there but you know you just when you're married you just accept that sometimes roll partner, with it yeah yeah you gotta roll with it pick your battles because I'm like if that's giving you pleasure enjoy yourself yeah um well we can jump in to our levels that was such an amazing intro and I think when like Jeff asked when I originally had mentioned this as a possible movie I might want to do at some point I think he used the word satisfied it was such a satisfying movie and like i couldn't agree more it really kind of like perked my head um to that and m much like jeff s i also had a game from sneakers so i'm gonna make my level um like trunk of a car because i mm. always remember like the scene of david streitheron trying to figure out like where robert redford was being taken based on what robert redford heard in that car based on the bumps and the bridges and everything I can't tell you the amount of hours I spent in a car with my eyes closed thinking like, <laughs> could I remember this so that somebody could put it together later, like where I've been driven. Um, so I also remember seeing this movie in the theater. And then honestly, I thought that I had seen this movie more than once, but like maybe we rented it once or twice. 
Um, but in rewatching it, it occurred, it occurred to me like how, like maybe I didn't see it as many times as I thought. So Mm. yeah. Did you imagine that geese were a cocktail party when you did that? (laughs) No, (laughs) no, I didn't. But I did. I do remember just like closing my eyes of like, I don't know. I mean, could you hear if you were in a bridge or in a tunnel? Anyway, yeah, just maybe. I don't maybe. know. That part would be loud. Yeah. 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 Like the digga, 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 digga. I definitely anyway. remember doing it in the Baltimore, like in the tunnel, like mm. closing to see, like, is there a difference? Yeah. Now, if you were being concussed, like over and over again, that might get in the way. <laughs> if you were passed but, out. Yes, right. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Uh, I mean, basically, that was my level as well, but I'm, I'll switch it to Room of Silence because I remember like certain things from this movie i definitely watched it way back in the day but also definitely like mixed it up with like uh hackers as well Mm, and like probably one other movie that like was sort of the early to mid 90s that was really getting in on this sort of hacking technology and all that kind of stuff so it's it's jumbled up but like the listening in the trunk of the car and then the room of silence is what really stood out to me in this this movie interesting stuck in my gourd (laughs) Like a gun. Like a uh, gun. Uh, I think my level will be David Silver's father from 90210 because, oh. uh, yeah, you're going to wonder why. Well, it's because I'm always confusing him with David Strathairn. Oh, Strathairn? Okay. okay. Huh. And when he came on the screen, I was like, oh, my God. Well, actually, I described him as Kelly Taylor's mom's boyfriend. But that's played by a very different man. And we've right, yeah. him, we, we have seen him actually in movies. And David Strathairn, I've—he's from A League of Their Own. Sure. And so I now I'm realizing they're two different people and not just like twins who are playing different parts. <laughs> and that <laughs> level of confusion is also my level because I've never heard of this movie before. I've never yeah. seen this movie before. I've never once uttered it or or comprehended that it existed. I thought it was about tennis shoes. Ah. So I went in <laughs> like David Strathairn's character. <laughs> blind (laughs) that's i don't know if that's appropriate so i apologize i that was an interesting revisit for me the david straight there i'm playing somebody that was blind that was an interesting yeah yeah we should we'll i'm sure we'll talk about that yeah um this is a very uh amazing cast though Mm -hmm. it is Uh, stacked sydney portier i know cody elfman as centurion snl night guard that Um. (laughs) right and James Earl Jones, both of them yeah. together. Sir um, Ben Kingsley. Yeah. Sir Ben Kingsley. Dan Aykroyd. I mean, River Phoenix, which River I went Phoenix. on a deep dive of that. Same. Just, oh, yeah. oh, interesting. What the Phoenix family. What a fascinating oh. journey that is. Yeah. Really like interesting. A literal journey. Yeah. As yeah. they traveled around the world. I guess the That's kind right. of the only trivia that I really looked up from this because the trivia in the IMDb for this movie is like all about computers and like I can't understand this. Yeah, a lot of nerd so, stuff. Oh man, is it nerd stuff. So the one that wasn't um that I did catch my eye was that Robert Phoenix had just come off of doing My Private Idaho. Is that the movie? And Which he I've was never like seen. I haven't mm. seen it either. So I don't really know what the plot is, but I guess it seems like it was really intense and he really he just wanted kind of a lighthearted like I just want to jump into something and not think of it. <laughs> so he got this Which role in sneakers. Was his role in this movie. <laughs> right. Exactly. Wow. I think that honestly, besides Stand By Me, I don't know if I've seen River Phoenix in anything else. Like I think about the two River Phoenixes because the Stand By Me, he's like 13. And then here he's what, like 20? And that's well, it. Well, 
the other one, because it sparked my interest for a movie for the future, is Mosquito Coast, uh, which I've Ooh, seen interesting. several times way, way back in the day. I don't know why our family just always watched that. We were just oh. planning to move down to but Honduras. Uh, Central America. Yeah, Honduras. Yeah. The films in Belize. Now, can, yes, can, I know. Can you say the title of that movie? The Mosquito Coast. Mosquito Coast. Oh, <laughs> Did I, I say it wrong? No, I think you wanted oh. the O's. It's a perfect Baltimore. Yeah. Mosquito hey, Coast. Are you talking about the Mosquito Coast? <laughs> yeah, I, I had Mosquito Ocean City, Mosquito, mosquito Coast. Coast. Anyway, yeah, thank you. Yeah, exactly. no and then another one sticking to River like Explorers, maybe a one we do in mm-hmm. the future. Mm-hmm. It's like boys on a space adventure. Nice. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, this movie starts in 1969 in December in a snowy mansion. Looks cold. Do Very we cold. think this is like Harvard? Like, are they in? Is this like a mansion? Is this like a dorm? Like, a I have a lot of questions about ages well, because I feel like they're they have to be older than twenty because when we get to Robert Redford in 1992, he is not. He has aged a lot more than what would happen if he was like 20 to 1992. I think Robert Redford is 56 in this movie. Yeah, he just looked older to me. Maybe it's right. But my thing for speaking of the building, I think it's supposed to be at some college somewhere. Okay. Yeah. Does the building look familiar to you? Is it from Home Alone? It is not. It's, it's from, from Top Back a, to the Future, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like the clock. Is it the, the clock, clock tower t- building? Oh, yeah. I've read seen that, that before. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, I also my note about this like snowy Harvard is like I didn't remember this movie having such a slow jazz soundtrack. Like oh. this movie soundtrack I was writing down is like if Little Women. And the usual suspects <laughs> merge. <laughs> it's just like, whoa! It is a discord and piano. I know, um, and there's like jolly country country music, like, but not really country like Little Women. Like, it's yeah. There's like I remember musical... this. Yeah, I remember this movie as Usual Suspects, like which I love. The Usual Suspects is one of my favorite like soundtracks, and it's so exciting. But like most of this movie is the slow. Mm-hmm. summer is turning to fall and <laughs> will pa ever come home like, yeah, yeah i wrote him a letter totally. uh, and we went out and milked some cows yeah although exactly. when it started uh nora was like is it going to be in this freaking aspect ratio the whole time because it's very much in just the mm-hmm. tv bull crap um the guy who did the music for this did titanic he was in the music okay. department for avatar mask of zorro an American tale. Was he American Forrest tale. Gump? Because it actually kind of sounds like Forrest Gump. Um, Does, doesn't it kind of sound like that? <laughs> you know, his he's been on a lot, so it's okay. Okay, I mean, it well, sounded Philip, like you a keep lot. looking at it. We'll move I'm gonna forward. keep looking. So yeah. they they these two guys are trying to hack into what like the government. Um, and they're trying it's a to prank, right? Yeah, they're trying to right. take like down, joke. like, well, yeah, they wanna, but they are stealing. They're like Robin Hood. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what they're telling themselves for sure. But uh, the feds bust in, and Baby R.R., so I refer to him, Robert Redford escapes mm-hmm. unscathed, but his his partner uh, gets in trouble, who looks like a friend of mine's husband. Anyway, I just want to say this that. guy looks. 
I mean, I can kind of see him as Ben Kingsley, but he, he looks like doesn't a lot look of like Ben people. Kingsley. Now, there's something to it, though. I understand. Um, I feel like the I feel like what happened is probably like the headshot did. Yeah. And then when he's moving, he does not. Um, yeah. I mean, I knew that's what was happening when Ben Kingsley sure. came on. I was like, that's my right, husband, right, right. my friend's husband in the future. Um, ben mm-hmm. Kingsley. But anyway, yeah. So he goes to jail for a long time yeah and he like as they're like kicking through the window and then he's just screaming marty which i guess they just never look into <laughs> no yeah yeah, yeah. Wait. like marty no we nah, didn't hear him yeah. right i think he um, said mardi gras right. i just want to say back to the composer uh <laughs> he's got 167 credits it's just easier to ask what movie hasn't he done yeah. he did wow. titanic he did the 2010 version of karate kid he did um let's see wind talkers uh ironically um, the only movie it sounds like Storm. he didn't do was sneakers because it's a really strange yeah like it's just that's not what i remembered this soundtrack as being i guess he did yeah. both though i guess he did the the crazy piano like exciting part too yeah well then we kind of fast forward to like the van right like marty yeah. in the future it's pretty i mean they wake him up and they say martin so you immediately know this is robert redford in the future they lay it on pretty thick with his like yeah. younger self too um and then yeah he's being woken up by sydney port portier 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 yeah. and annie had to really like because i didn't really get that these were they're like private good guys basically well, they hide that fact for a bit. Yeah. yeah, for a minute. They're like hired to do like heists that are good, bad, right? Right. They're, they're test- like exposing- their security, yeah. security tester people things. Mm-hmm. I mean, this movie is like has the charm and the fun of like the Ocean's Eleven kind of yeah. thing that I do like. I love the little tricks like going and getting a safe deposit box so that you put like a little smoke bomb in it and then it goes off a and cherry it's, bomb it's like it just gives me all the like warm feelings of a rube goldberg machine mm-hmm. yeah. you know and i i love i love little payoffs like that so i was very like tickled by those this entire movie very enjoyable yeah and, uh, yeah david streicher and got me when like they hacked in to the phone system and he's yeah. like talking to them about the security well like, he's like you're fine He's sort of based on um, a person like a real life hacker that they would use these like uh, Captain Crunch whistles to hack Ma Bell and get free phone calls. And there's a bunch I of references in the movie to that. Uh, and same with uh, Ready Player One. There was a bunch of like references to that whole thing. Interesting. Yeah. Now, when you say Captain Crunch whistle, yeah. is that literally what you mean? Yeah, yeah, like, like a it would, toy. came. It came in the cereal box. Okay, right. yes, 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 yes. But it was the r- exact right note note to like reset and allow yourself to make a yeah collect or a free long distance call. So then they kind of get hired by these two guys from the national, the quote national security agency. And it took me a very long time to identify Marla Hooch's dad. Oh my god, I like to pretend that that is Marla Hooch's dad. Same. Oh, I was right. like, this yeah. is what his work is. Totally. Because I was like, oh my God, I know this man. I was like, no, I know him from real life. And I had a whole journey oh, yeah. about where I knew him from. And, totally. like, and then I was like, I can't place him. I can't place him. And then I saw him with the whole like, it's just her and I know her mom. <laughs> I can't remember what he said, but I was like, oh, I raised her as a boy. I didn't know any different. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. 
I taught her to do that whole bug eye thing. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, but they're they're bad guys, you guys. What? But he's from thirty something. The other guy. Oh, I know I that know. other guy's so familiar too. Yeah, they're bad he's... guys. Did you get so? Then they're they're trying to like hire them. Did you guys understand this joke? Like with Robert Redford saying, "I could have joined the NSA, but they found out my parents were married." What does that mean? And then Marla Hooch's father gets real upset. And I'm like, is it because what's the implication? (laughs) I didn't understand it. I don't know. And I don't remember that joke. Well, I assume it's just like NSA people are bastards. Um, Mm. And then he does the the less clever one. I'm just like, I don't think I'll call you back. Dick. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. I know. It's so weird. Um, Uh, I have a few moments of fashion corner I'd like to bring into this film. Please. Starting with Robert Redford's Letterman jacket that he just can't let go of. And it's like, okay, we get it. He wore that jacket and he's still wearing it. And the crotch length on that man's jeans, like it must be at least like a foot and a half long. That zipper, it just goes from floor to belly button. And yeah. it's it like, you can't get a longer inseam. Is that what that is? The inseam? Anyway, I was I fascinated. It was the time that- of like tighter bottom, big top, like starter jackets. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like a- You don't wear a belt. Cup- cupcake. You don't wear a belt and then you just have this like long torso crotch. Yeah. Um. Very much enjoyed it. So we was nineteen ninety two was a the 90s. I wasn't a fan. Oh just God, I loved it. I like stopped wearing (laughs) jeans just because I couldn't figure them out in like middle school. You didn't have like blousy jankos or like no, I just I just I gave up and didn't wear (laughs) jeans till like after college just because it was it broke my brain. I agree. For men, jeans got real weird in the nineties because there was like those really like big blousy skater jeans and then it was like yeah not even, just the colors of the like the acid wash and <laughs> yeah. just like i remember really going light. to yeah school one day and I, I can't remember what color i was wearing but i was like made fun of for it. i was like i'm out nope i'm <laughs> done right yeah they were they got kind of like marble they looked like yeah. a like a whatever the composition right. yep. journal stilton cheese right can't stand that look yeah yeah it's weird <laughs> um, so then I like have a question about like they're they're being convinced to do this job. And I guess, you know, at the end, he hands him this like paper, like he's going by Martin Bishop, but his name is Martin Bryce, uh, not to be confused with Price, which it sounded like that's what they said, but it's mm-hmm. Bryce. And so like the 30 something guy hands him a paper and like he realizes, oh, they know who I am. They and so me. they're basically blackmail like they have no choice but to do this job really but his but, team knows right away that he's been lying about who he is and they're mad and then they yeah. get over it <laughs> get over it real quick because it, it kind of is a it is a good exposition where like we kind of get to know who each of these people are yeah. they're kind of this like motley crew of misfits that are yes this whole like introduction yeah super talented at what they do but they've all kind of had they're all kind of like the criminals turned good guys in a way, I suppose. Yeah, the A team. The A team. Um, and they are doing this job for $175,000. And I'm like, I couldn't it, tell if they think it's a lot or a little. I think they, they think threw it's a, a lot. They threw a party because that's how much they think it is that they're. That party probably cost $175,000. Yeah. Decorations, like yeah. extensive decorations. Right. Yeah. And then, like, 
you know, Dan Ackery's talking about like, what are you going to do with your hundred? Like your, your part, your piece of $175,000. Like I'm going to buy a Winnebago. I'm like a, a wheel for a Winnebago. Like what? Like, it's just so interesting. I guess it's just inflation. It's just weird yeah. to hear about that number these days. Are we skipping to the party or do we need to? No, to I just, I just why? wanted to re- okay. reference. Cause I was that, like, uh, I have a lot of questions about that. No, that, party, that but... skips a bunch of stuff. Okay. No. All right. So they they go to the the ginger mathematicians lecture. Oh Donald, Donald 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 Logue. <laughs> I can't rough. Donald Logue, who is from another uh, film that I will make us watch, Which Runaway is? Bride. Blade. Okay. Blade. He's so familiar to me, but I Not can't. Blade. Because he's Runaway from Blade. Blade. <laughs> Blade. We didn't watch Runaway Bride yet, did we? You keep mispronouncing Blade. (laughs) (laughs) Runaway Blide. (laughs) Donald Logue. Donald Logue. I love him, by the way. He's. I like him too. Yeah, he's a creepy. He's a creep creep, but I like it. And we get to see, we get to meet Mary McDonald. Right? Isn't that her name? Liz playing oh, the same role as she did in blue chips i mean it's the same <laughs> yeah. setup where a like off the chain blonde man is like your ex is making you do something for the good of the program um i really why love do her these movie, women though. have to do this there's like a character like this in three men and a baby why is there just this like constant yeah. late 80s early 90s woman whose task is to take care of everyone and buy them tomatoes and they oh. mess up her house and uh, yeah cause a big she's thing. definitely the mommy yeah I mean, she's, she's mommied to the max she's a tinkerbell basically mm-hmm. she's a yeah, wendy yes. a right. wendy, wendy is what that's i meant good, yeah yeah, she's a Wendy. With totally. the lost boys. She's the lost and boys. And uh, to go to Nora L's uh, question and mine, yeah. which is, what is up with her hair? Um, why is it like that? <laughs> <laughs> she kind of looks like the mother from Goof Troop. Do you know what I mean? She kind of had that like. Yeah, just this sort of like roostery an hour and i get it it's like the pendulum swung and women were like yeah like we're gonna do what we want with our hair now and you're just like girl it's not those good sideburns yeah <laughs> no, those sideburns so- spiked sideburns uh. <laughs> yeah as a kid i didn't understand i was like why do some people have these like spikes <laughs> like it kind of looks like choice. a vampire it's a yeah, choice it's work i think I'm going to give her some slack and think of like she had like dreads from being in Dances with Wolves and they just had to cut that out of her hair. And yeah, it just seems like a lot of maintenance. Like, how long do you think it takes to do that? Like, I don't it it doesn't it's not like so. um, Yeah, you got to blow dry. it. You got to put product in it. You got to It's actually more work work than a longer hairstyle. Oh, my gosh. You have to feather it. it. Yeah. No, it, that middle ground of hair is the worst. Like yeah. short There's men's hair, sort of like what I have is easy. But like, yeah, once you get into the middle, yeah, uh, once yeah. products are involved, mm-hmm. totally. So they're they're trying to bust this guy because he has the the secret the code to the maths of the chip thing that they're trying to get, but uh, they can't get the password for his computer because Doctor Elena Rishkov keeps coming in and doing the hit on for him and she's blocking the password with her body 
this woman I could have sworn because I like know her as an actress that does not have an accent. And the first time she spoke, I could have sworn she didn't. And then the second time she spoke, I was like, wait, why is she doing an accent? I couldn't. I just couldn't understand what's happening. Well, now I get it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And then they have window sex, which we don't get to see. Boring. Close the blinds. I know. Um, but we we do get to have, I think we've talked about this before, this trope of like technology that like once you take a picture of something, you can just zoom in, zoom in, zoom in, and then make it super clear as or, if, you know, wipe it away. What's another word for that? MacGuffin. Enhance. Oh, yeah. Enhance. Enhance. I can't, I can't Enhance. even do that on my Enhance. iPhone, which has like the yeah. most advanced camera yeah. for Enhance. Like, technology. Enhance. But they just it's... zoom in and then they're like, got the password. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> Well, or and the then license like, plate they're just like oh yeah you know blurry thing. oh yeah at this enhance. point nora was chanting enhance say it enhance because uh, oh, she hates it um, it's amazing it's like wait can you enhance that uh yeah we can we can make it totally clear <laughs> we can make it like your eye is going to touch that license plate mm-hmm. um is that the technology like there was they're just making it up you can't do they're that. just making it up you can't do it well i did love this next whole like routine of the fun scam at the office building where they come in with the cake and the balloons. And he's like, I got to get up to the floor, push the button. And then they're distracting him with this like Drano delivery. I gotta, hey, I got to deliver this Drano. <laughs> and I the guy's like, is. I'm so flustered. Yeah. It's basically, he comes in with a mustache and like an Italian accent. It's amazing. Um, I was like, they're rem- counting on a lot for that man to yeah. get flustered that quickly. The other thing too about this is like, can you imagine if you were working a front desk and a delivery man comes in and talks to you like this? <laughs> came to <laughs> my office. Out. Oh my God. Yeah. So came to my office like, oh, we have a UPS delivery, you know, with this. Like, oh, we didn't order thing today. And then he's just like, I have I got this. I got this whole truck back here. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. What do you want from me? Like, it would be wild. I would call the police. Um, so yeah, it's just a I this poor concierge is apparently just always dealing with cakes and balloons and delivery men yelling at him, and that's how in a in a math building. Yeah, yeah. I know. Like but how he, many parties are those mathematicians having right. in their offices? Always with their balloons and their cakes. <laughs> um, but I mean, this this is like their plan A is they always go after the doorman, which we'll right. see later on. But yeah, it's this Poor is their bread doorman. and butter. So Robert Redford can't get into the office. He, there's like, all of a sudden they're like, a keypad. Oh, crap. What do I do? <laughs> I know. That's impossible. Like Sydney Poitier always be like, that's impossible. You can't possibly oh, no. get into that. No. Yeah, exactly. Um, but then I, we get the, the, night- the gag so I, of like yeah. just the explain. Okay. Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. oh good book. Okay. okay. Yeah. Then th- that after that, and then that after that, got it. And then he just drop kicks the door open, no. which then I was thinking like, if somebody was explaining to me how to drop kick a door, it would, it would look like that. Like, I'd be like, wait, <laughs> how high, where, when, what? Like, <laughs> it would, it would need to be explained to me like that. Do you guys um, think you could have dropped kicked that door open? No. Uh, yeah. Dead bolted. Not in one, not not in one one kick. Not in one kick. Okay. No. If it was like an old, like a row house door building, yeah, but like not a new, like no steel, not like reinforced. No, if it's steel enforced, steel, a wood frame. Like I could drop kick our house door open. Don't tell anybody that. Redact (laughs) that. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, I probably. Yeah, I don't know. 
Um, now I want to try it, but I'm not going like to. I know. Interior door. Yeah, for sure. I guess you do want to kick right where the lock. Yep. That is the. Is that, is that one, one of the like, worst case scenario, case scenario books? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I've read it. Yeah. Yep. What? When would you have? I don't I know think when. I read Little that in your bathroom. <laughs> exactly. Baltimore, actually. And I know exactly. that from yeah. your bathroom. Um, and then Robert Redford kicks in and then like this poor fake Russian woman is just like held hostage. It just, this is a weird trope in movies where it's the most terrifying day this woman will ever have. I know this is is my bummer. Really traumatic thing that's happening. You don't put your hand over a woman's mouth and hold her hostage. It makes me very upset. Especially when he was going to do eventually does like a ruse anyways, you know, start with the ruse. Like once you've like, I know chokeholded someone and put their yeah. mouth out. Oh, I'm the cleaning person. I'm here to dust. Um, right. Yeah. There's no coming back from that. No. Uh-huh. Like no, then she's, she's like, oh, I mean, yeah. Like, I mean, she, she, they make this actress play it differently, but like <laughs> the whole yeah. time you are in your head having the most right. traumatic thing that's ever happened to you trying to figure out how to get out of this room with this guy. Exactly. It's um, very upsetting. Yeah. Uh, but then he does create a whole elaborate story about he blackmails her right about the the wife of ginger the, mathematician the wife of the math that ma- oh, yeah, yeah the mathematician which she thinks i guess he doesn't have a wife but they're pretending she does and yeah. i mean it's an interesting i did enjoy the gag of like them in his ear and his face when he's like waiting for information um yeah. i thought that was well played like you're no de bergerac yeah yeah, yeah, Robert Robert Redford has some pretty good comedic timing in this movie. Yeah, yeah this, I think he does. This movie is rated G. No, no it's not. It's PG thirteen. They yeah. drop an f bomb <laughs> later on. Katie, um, that was the specific- factor read. Um, they specifically didn't want it to be G, and so they put in some language. Oh yes, so people yes, would that's know what it's it not is for kids. Yeah, well, it's interesting. Um, yeah, because okay, that's the fact I wrote then only half because it was rated G, and then. It's only for the a couple of language things, right? They had an 18 yeah. minute long window sex scene that they ended up cutting out. <laughs> 18 minutes. Yeah. Good for yeah. him. Uh-huh. Why do you think they wanted PG 13 instead of PG? You think that like ups maybe maybe PG is too much for kids too? Because I I think I mean I saw it as a right. kid, like a 10 year old and loved it, but um mm. it's definitely, you know. Six-year-olds, I think, would be pretty. I think bored. just knowing that, yeah, like six-year-olds coming into this, and it's like there's like sexual innuendo, or like it's not even innuendo. They're talking about sexual. It's pretty adult themes. There's a lot of guns. Yeah, they they're just yeah. Well, speaking of parties, this is when we get the chain of fools party, and I my notes are like, what is this event? What is this balloon party? Who's throwing this party? Why does Liz have to dance with everybody? Who comes up with that rule? Yeah. And what are those dances? And they have to match the man. She has to do their weird dances. Yeah. I didn't appreciate like, like, I don't know. David Strathairn's dance. I'm like, "Mm, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't like the. What was his dance? Well, like he, it was just so out there. And I think it felt like laughing at someone who is blind dancing it just oh, didn't gotcha it was yeah. just like this is not real like i don't know it, it didn't it didn't i mean i can't say i'm like an i expert also on it, but i, I also like at it. this time wrote whistler's blind 
Oh, interesting. Because <laughs> it took me that long to figure that out. So. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Because I knew that going in. So I hadn't, I, yeah. I guess I wouldn't have clocked like when. I didn't realize it. Out. I didn't clock it because I don't think I don't, unless I wasn't paying attention. Well, you there don't is see him doing Braille and using Braille. You see him yeah, reading a do. Playboy in the van a- very early on. He's reading yeah. a play- Playboy in Braille. So I think that's the, but you, you probably blinked and missed it. I mean, it was really quick. Oh, yeah. I probably did. No more blinking during movies. I, <laughs> I have to blink. Cabold. So um, someone's got to explain to me the Scrabble thing of Sea Tech astronomy. Like too so many they, secrets. Uh, they find. So dumb. Well, I can explain to you what I think it is because wait, wait I noticed in the okay. beginning credits right that they had these like mis- yeah. Well, well, they spelled fake words and then unscrambled them into the actors' names, right? Mm-hmm. Except for not, it wasn't for all of them. Which is what is that? An anagram, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, but I got so confused at first. So I was like, how do they even know what letters to pull? But yeah, I guess they're just like, it's a code. It's like a trick from an escape room. Yeah, <laughs> it is like that. It's, but, it is like just psych- psychotic. If you're in the real world, there's no reason that this would be, especially because yeah, it goes to such a like generic too many secrets. It's like, what the fuck? I didn't understand. I and the the crazy thing is, is like if you had asked me two days ago before I rewatched this movie, um, my ten year old brain would have described to you exactly what I think it is now. It's like, oh, you know, the title of the their company. They it's it, you rearrange it. It says too many secrets, and that's really important. Right. <laughs> I don't understand. Because like as a kid, it's, it it's makes important total sense. only so Sir uh, Ben Kingsley can come back later and go. Too many secrets. Stop saying that. Right. Like, what was the meeting when they were coming up with Sea Tech astronomy? Like, what? Like, I just don't even understand. I don't understand it. And I don't know if the writers do. Wait, Sea Tech astronomy fits out of the letters of too many secrets? I feel like that's not enough. Okay. I didn't even look. I don't care. Yeah. I like the one that was like the Monterey Bays or something like that. Yeah. Monterey Bays. There's like one like um, whatever semen. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It is Cootie's Rat Semen. Cootie's Um, Rat Semen. No, no. It could be. For all those playing at home. (laughs) But I mean, there's just as much chance that it was that to too many secrets. I mean, it doesn't even like, what are they even trying to do? Like, that's what I don't understand. Like, they're playing Scrabble and then it's like, hey, wait a minute. C-Tech doesn't mean anything. First of all, it might might stand right. for something. Right. What? What are you talking about? And then they're just like, I mean, it's a fun shot. As a kid, it was very satisfying. Oh, Again, yeah, in the is. same way that an escape room is. But it it's nonsensical. Like, it's, yeah. it, it's so wild to watch back and be like, oh, uh, so it didn't mean anything. <laughs> I want a version of this movie where Ben Kingsley is constantly saying Cootie's rat semen. <laughs> <laughs> just very dramatically. And people are like, yeah. When they were spelling it, it was like too many, and I was like, "Cooks, <laughs> yeah, many totally. cooks." That and was so, being said on our couch as well. And yeah. then it's tricky because, as too many secrets is you know revealed, thank goodness. At the same time, David Strathairn, which I always thought as a kid, it was really cool the Braille like coming up on the keys. Yeah. You know, he's he's figuring out, and I don't know why he can do this. I guess he's just the computer the hacker, hacker more than yeah. anybody, I suppose. But he's figuring out like 
I don't even understand. I mean, this is, is this movie like a MacGuffin inside of MacGuffin? <laughs> yeah, there's some hand wavy, you know, right. computer hackers. The one, like... the one like microchip that looks like spaghetti. And it's just, <laughs> it's like Ajo Hell Pasta in a recording, like an answering machine. And like, he just figures out that basically what they've discovered, what this mathematician had was like the code breaker to break all code breakers. Right. It just decodes every single thing. So nothing is safe anymore. Yeah, and they get into the national, the Federal Reserve, and the power grid, and air, and traffic, air control. traffic control. That's yeah. what it got kind of scary. It's and like then uh, Whistler goes ahead and makes a joke of like, "Anyone want to like crash yeah. a couple planes?" It's like, "Fuck off!" Whoa. Yeah, yeah I yeah. know, I know. And then they joke. like turn it off. Um, and then you realize, and then Sydney Portier is like get yourself for getting out of here and it's like your kid was there the whole time like this poor child no. is watching all that of was this. that was my i was also in the runner <laughs> keep taking out my bummer sorry it's okay real creepy um and then they lock li- even more of a they- bummer is liz being forced <laughs> yeah. to stay there and she's like no i'm going and they're like no you're not and it's like wow another woman who's a hostage and it's also kind of they never go into robert redford and liz's background Deal. like it it yeah. feels like these guys were all the bands back together it's like yeah. they were all a group but all these yeah. people are probably pretty new to each other and then when you think about the age difference it gets real weird because they have a 16 year old age difference now which is like 40 to 56 so then you're like when were you together <laughs> oh very much like indiana yeah. jones and uh what's her face oh, Miriam. yeah it's that right. ted Danson. Mary Stanley. <laughs> Who Mary was the woman from Mary? Yeah. Oh, Nancy Travis. Nancy Travis. Like, just well, is that who it was? Anyway, there was another woman in that movie too that was like, "Oh, will they? Won't they? Have we? Won't we? Don't we?" You know, you're just like, "Ah, these poor women that have to like stick around these men." No, it was was it Ted Danson's? It was one of the ones that like he slept with her sometimes and then kicked her out. Anyway, oh, Tom Selleck it was Tom Selleck's. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally right. Same thing. Uh, yeah. But yeah, all of a sudden we're like real um, afraid because old ginger mati- mathematician's house. Ginger matician. <laughs> ginger matician. <laughs> <laughs> his, his house is caught on fire and it's arson suspect. Yeah. Right. And then there's like this handoff, which uh, so he drops it off. It's Sidney Potier. Uh, Portier um, goes like it's your mom or something like that. It's your mother, which I guess Robert Redford's mother's dead or something. Like who knows? But that's not the dumbest part. It's just that he decides to just run, um, leaving the whole like (laughs) I know code breaker of code breakers there on the table. It's like, well, did they think they were gonna kill? Because I kind of expected them to shoot after the car, but they don't. They're just kind of there, like. It's also this confusing to me. Quick. A win for us. <laughs> yeah, it's also confusing to me because there's also a character named Mother. I know, yeah. and I thought that as a kid, I always thought that's what they that's that was like the clue. Mm. But then it's like, I guess it's just that they don't even explain it. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. it's it, that whole like I don't know. Then yeah. we go to this like fancy music concert with the cultural attaché. The Russian <laughs> and um, 
they what is this so he he gets i don't get this this seems like they go to a swimming pool room and i'm like what is the swimming pool room what is this house what is going on he gets them out with he's like you set me up because he like vouched for the nsa guys or what i don't know i don't i never got why he suspected him so much i didn't understand that part yeah he's just part of this whole mathematics maybe he just kind of like had an inkling as to what was going on and he didn't warn him i guess he was there at the mathematician thing Right. But like, yeah. so were a lot of people, right? right. <laughs> like it was really, yeah. I didn't really understand that. They kind of hand wave that. Um, and then, I mean, then the movie gets like the most violent it gets yes. really, where they, you know, first of all, I bet Robert Redford wishes he would have gotten that Russians protection, but he like gets pulled out of the car. Robert Redford just kind of like, yes, and things for a long time. You <laughs> know, the guy's like, well, do you want my protection? Do you want my protection? And he's like, uh, uh. <laughs> but it- <laughs> Wouldn't they have all just gotten shot? Well, I mean, I don't know. He asked well, don't him. you think they would have just like driven off? Yeah, the, I mean, good point. Like, I don't know what they, right. Like, what is his protection if he can't protect himself? Kind of. That's true. Right. Because they're shot. not the real FBI. Right. Mm. Right. That's true. And I guess the Russian thinks they are. So he's killed. Right. The poor driver is killed in that tunnel. And then we get too many secrets. Real creepy. Who I didn't know. I was like, oh, Ben Kingsley's a magician. I forgot that he was like, that was his trait. Did he, was he a magician earlier on in the movie too? Yeah, so because yeah, he does the first well, scene. To, when they go to for pizza, which is probably why you don't feel that bad for him because he right, tricked him to go out That's... to get pizza in a snowstorm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he like makes the coin disappear. Got it. He kind of has one trick. Just <laughs> <laughs> object in his hand. Also, if I was like deciding who's going to go on a pizza run, at no point would I believe that that's a fair game that he's playing. I'd be right. just like flip the coin, let flip it land it. on the ground. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I don't trust you at all, Mr. Which hands it in. Exactly. Um, and then, yeah, I just have like a note quiet in the trunk. But... um. Because at one point, like, we thought the, did you guys have this? Like, we thought that our TV was on mute, but it was like, the the scene was kind of muted because like, I think he can't hear. Maybe our TV was on mute. <laughs> you sat on the remote. Like, um, Marla Hooch's father opens the trunk <laughs> and I think he can't. He oh, says something like, I don't know. I guess, maybe. Well, yeah, he's, he's getting knocked out for the second time, which, right. um... Yeah, I think also from my like worst case scenario, like it's not good to get knocked. Like this isn't a thing where people can no. just hit you over the head no. and you just sort of like go to sleep for multiple times, like so minutes. much so that you're like, like not again. You're getting like... brain trauma. Yeah, like, yeah, totally. There's a decent chance you will just die from this. Yeah, it's I was like, thinking about that too. Yeah, yeah, it's not cool. You're like laying down. I feel like that's not good. It's just like anyway. Um. Is this where Robert Redford finally gets out and he goes to Liz's place? We meet Ben Kingsley, first of all. Right. Oh, I thought we already did that. Kingsley. Sorry. I thought we already talked about the magician. No, as a kid, I thought I had forgotten that this came kind of halfway through the movie. I thought that the reveal was in the end that like, oh, it's actually my dead friend. Right. That is in charge of all this. And then I have so many questions. I was like, well, how long was he in prison for? It couldn't have been 20 that years? long. Didn't they say 20? Yeah, no, that's he, why. That's well, no, why he died saying. in prison. Yeah, yeah, but he that, died in But the difference was 1969 to 1992, right? Which yeah, but... is only 23 years. So, well, but again, when did he die in prison? Like, when I did he think he died in prison? Seven years or six or seven years in is when okay. he died. So, I mean, that's or, a long time. Air quotes um, died. Yeah. Um, and then obviously, I guess he couldn't visit him because 
you know, he was a non-person like Robert Ripper was on the lamb in Canada. Um, can you guys just understand the math of this all that there's only, <laughs> there's only 13 years. Is that right? 1969 to 92. That's only 13 years, 23 yeah, years. Like, yeah. 23 years. So, so if he was, they'd have to be like, so he should be like 30, he should be like 43, not 56. Exactly. If they're in college. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Um, unless they're in like getting their doctorates or something. Yeah. yeah. Could be. Um, and they'd have to be in their thirties. Yeah. Okay. Um, I couldn't figure out Ben Kingsley's accent in this. <laughs> or his ponytail. Or the oh. ponytail, low ponytail. He kind of looked like the comic book guy from The Simpsons. <laughs> Any man that has long gray hair that's like in a ponytail is like immediately a villain. Like they just have to be. I know. I'm not talking about like a frizzy ponytail, like a like a Grateful Dead or like a motorcycle right. daddy. I'm talking about like a <laughs> like a shiny silver sleeked ponytail. Like no, Chris guy, from kindergarten. He goes to weird exactly. Clubs. He goes to weird clubs. Yeah. yeah and like totally. his hair is black, I think, but he definitely yeah. aged and he has that thing. Aged into a shiny ponytail. <laughs> <laughs> he, wait, um, did he live or die? Crisp die. Yeah. Oh, sorry. The ferret bit his neck. Um, <laughs> did that ferret live? No. I hope. squashed by that guy i don't like ferrets we don't need to talk about it well freezers guess what else gets a smoking jacket besides ferrets on this is a woman dabbing a man's head Uh. for blood like why is it can you think of one example of a man doing this for a woman i don't think ever like or for himself yeah for himself (laughs) i think women just bleed to death and men just like walk around looking for a live woman to dab his head like I don't have a cloth it. and they're like, uh, <laughs> Debbie, they have to do a little wince. Ah, uh, 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 so. uh, oh my God. Uh, it's just so, like, oh, you're all right. Like, oh gosh, it's such a trope. But how much like danger does he bring to her house as well? Like tons. tons. He saw two people just murdered in front of him earlier today. And they're like, there's a nut, like that's all go to her house. Like, yeah, it's not it's a nice wild. thing to do to her. No. She no. just goes, oh, boys. But then it is a fun sleepover with the boys. Um, oh, I think she's having a great time as they're pissing all over her toilet seat. <laughs> Especially <laughs> David Strathorn. Sorry. This yeah. Is, it's but just like, like, there's just pee everywhere. There, it's pee. They're not showering. It smells like balls. It's just like pizza and like every, like the nineties <laughs> loved just like pizza and like open Chinese food containers everywhere, everywhere. all the time. Nobody and ever throws anything away. You know, Dan Aykroyd's mother is like the dirtiest. It seems just, like it. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's got like Wait, the his long actual shaggy mom hair. Or he's... No, no, no. Dan Aykroyd's <laughs> care. Yeah. Uh, the actor Dan Aykroyd's mother. Mother. Um, um Okay. But I do like him coming in with all that trash from that guy and being like, sorry, Liz, a standard procedure. He seems at least he's like at least apologetic about being there. So one of my questions is about this like traced phone call on the fancy map. (laughs) You mean like a polygraph over the phone? (laughs) Well, one that you can do a polygraph over the the phone where you're not 
connected at all to somebody's like pulse or body. No, it's just the sound of James Earl Jones's voice and lie. Seeing, seeing if he's lying or not, which is not true at <laughs> like, all. Yeah, he's a is a lie. Well, no, this one. <laughs> lying. You, you, he's you, lying. This, this is right. This is lie. Yep, that's true. That's so then true. there's this like Google map around going around the world of like Carmen <laughs> San Diego. It was very mm-hmm. Carmen San Diego. And yeah. like, yeah. what is that like? Were they saying that that's where the phone call is no. being routed to until they, they can get traced or like? Yeah, they basically like yeah. hid the phone call by connecting it like eighteen different times, oh, and I so see. to, to okay. trace it back to them, they're having to like fo- connect all these like Carmen San Diego dots. So got it. Got so it, David's right it. there, and there's just warning of like we only have like two seconds before they know where we are. Got it. Um, and they stand the line for the like dumbest reason is like. Can, Can you, you protect, protect me? Call him back. It was really easy to get a hold right. of them. Yeah. Call him back. It's not like I feel less urgent than I would if I was like on the phone with Comcast after an hour. Like yeah. I would be more hesitant <laughs> to hang up. Yeah. Um. Then we get yeah. the scene that we were chatting about a little bit earlier where they retrace uh, Robert, Robert Redford's trunk journey um, because he yeah. has memories of the bum 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 bum. <laughs> And then, the, I mean, the, we should say this movie is a San Francisco movie, which is really cool. So it was yeah. fun yes. to it was fun to talk about the Dumbarton Bridge and, you know, to think like Annie was kind of doing it. And I was like, oh, that would be that bridge. And that's kind of fun. Mm. Oh, that's yeah. fun. Yeah. I do think that the, you know, I, I appreciated the thing about it was a cocktail party. And then you hear the sound of a cocktail party, but then you, you do. hear the sound of ducks. Yeah. I mean, but that your brain might do that if you weren't unconscious and having a hemorrhage in the back of a yeah. trunk. <laughs> choking on totally. your tongue choking, <laughs> right choking on your own tongue and sitting in your own pee and there's um, a lot of these like oh this is great dead end nothing but nothing oh there God. except private this property man toy company <laughs> oh bummer uh. i know i have a note like river phoenix is like not great at this like, <laughs> well dead end boys it's just a toy company with like a barbar fence around it let's all go home to liz's yeah. where we live. right it's like keep out <laughs> definitely not a front and he's like well that's it <laughs> i <laughs> totally. Oh so Toytronics is the uh front. Yeah. They really focus Toytronics really focuses on like what's right near their fence and not at all at like what's five feet away from that fence spying on them. They have like <laughs> so much equipment. They're just out in the middle of a field, spy, spy, spy into yeah. this building and they're well, none the wiser. They brought some bush branches that they put That's around true. their little camera. I know. Um. Yeah. I did like that. <laughs> Liz's place is now a mess officially. This is where we have all the and they're and they're cooking. She's cooking. I don't know. They're all I cooking. love her fake conversation with her mother on the phone. I mean, it's not fake, but like, <laughs> you know, every once in a while you're like, oh, oh, because she's like, Can I you can't come over? It's no, crazy. mom, you can't come over this weekend. Uh 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 uh, like and like you can tell the the camera is like moving not quite fast enough and you're just like get off of this actress like she doesn't have she can't think of what else to say you've only given her this much and then they like go through the wall and it's Robert Redford and then Liz is right there and I'm like she must have just hung up on her mom <laughs> she just went uh, 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 uh. you're adopted mom wait <laughs> yeah totally and then she just hung <laughs> up yeah. painful oh poor my woman. god yeah um but yeah it's a wacky wacky time at liz's apartment so they they need to get a surveillance car or a a entry card into the building Mm -hmm. they figure they're going to get it from the neighbor of oingo boingo what's his name who oh the guy the bad guy right uh who has a secret day guy 
no, the the secret lair. Ben Kingsley's got a secret lair, isn't it? His name is uh, Ongo Boingo. Yeah. So wait, they, who are you, wait, who are you talking about? The 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 corner office, which is what isn't that Ben Kingsley's lair? Yeah. Why isn't yeah. his name popping up in? It's, what do you mean uh, his name? Cosmo? His character. Cosmo. That's why I said Oingo oh, Boingo. Cosmo. Oh, got it, got it, got it. Yeah, Co- Cosmo, so, which is so interesting. They realize there's this guy working next door and they need to get him on a recording saying like, I'm the guy from next door and I get permission to go in the building. Or it's like, my my voice is my passport. Verify, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hi, my voice is my passport. Or hi, and it's his name, which is... Uh, Wendell this is Stephen Dobolowski. <laughs> it's not uh Mark Vernon Varner. It's Ver- Werner Brandis. Dr. Werner Brandis. Brandis. My this voice is, a... is my bond and my this passport. It looks like a Werner. Um <laughs> but it's like it's like probably with a W. And I really like this actor and I know him best probably from Groundhog Day. But like do we think that this guy thinks he's working at a toy company? That was so. my question. Yeah. Because he and did like, develop what that. What is he doing toy. all day? Right. And and how is he doing it with how is they I don't get it. I don't well, understand. They, are I they mean, actually producing maybe, toys? Well, maybe I'm answering my own question because like he I guess he develops like the voice activation thing in this little dog toy. So maybe it's oh, like they think they're developing one right. thing and they're using it for another, which is why he's like the most boring man in the world. Um now when they went through his trash, what yep. were they trying to find? I think they were just trying to figure out how to, I think it was like a character assessment, essentially, almost like he liked cereal. Investigation. <laughs> well, that was the other like Captain Crunch mm-hmm. reference. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And so I think they're just trying to figure out like, okay, how do we like penetrate this guy's life in a way that we can record him saying this stuff? And they, of course, then decide that online dating is the way to do it. And it wasn't online dating. It was like computer it was called dating. computer dating. dating, which um, I don't know if you guys know anybody that's ever met, met their partner online, but um, I, I did meet my partner online. I'm I going did to as well. I yes. know I did uh, too. I know. <laughs> so I feel like we should call it computer dating. Like the next time somebody says, how do you mess? Like, oh, computer, computer dating. dating. Do you guys know about, you know, from dating? like sneakers? I would like <laughs> I, sneakers. Yes. Okay. Listen, this is really important. When I was in high school, they did yep. this to us that you, you could do this. You could opt into computer dating. And I don't know why it was officially a high school project. You filled out this like questionnaire and I think it was a fundraiser or something. And then I got back a printout and it was like, these are your top 10 matches of boys. The high school in high school. And I have it still. It's in my like high school scrapbook. And one of the boys on there was like this boy that I had such a crush on. And I was like, do I just go up to him and be like, we are a match. He had a girlfriend, I think. And then there was like two guys on there that were just like, I was so mad. It was like your guidance counselor telling you, you should like do a job that you don't want. And I was like, yeah, right. No, uh, but it was weird. It came out on like a dot matrix print. What with, like, an a, interesting a thing weird, to like cheryl with high schools. It was so weird. Isn't that weird? It's yeah, a, and that was like bizarre. 1996 or seven. Was that like so, a health class? Is that kind of like, hey, carry around this sack no, of flour and see if would, you can be a parent? It wasn't like that. And I did do that <laughs> with it an was egg. A strange. Yeah, it's a strange thing as it's well. Such a strange thing. All so, of these and, things like that. And I know we've talked at length about dissecting frogs and stuff. 
I never had to do them. Like the class above me did, which Bridget oh. would be you. And then I think they're like, this is fucked up. Man. I had to do pigs. all of it. The yeah. I never had yeah, to do any of that stuff. They like got rid of it. Ugh, you're lucky. Um, I definitely did it. Yes. Yeah. Um, so anyways, naturally, Liz gets pimped out to go on this Poor date Liz. with this guy. Obviously, um, because like they don't know anybody else. Like the fact that did we did you guys for one second think that we were gonna use River Phoenix's like friend Jill from the right. gym or something? And then, right. then you're like, you're also like, in what world? Like you're holding Liz here at gunpoint. She can't leave. In what world are you gonna bring a rando in right. to do this work? Anyway. Anyway, yeah. this is very hard work. I mean, yeah. it's like not yeah. only does she have to High protect risk. herself and engage in conversation, she has to get him to say these specific words. Like when she's like, let's go travel. <laughs> and then finally well, she's and- just like, say the word passport. I love it. With- <laughs> <laughs> say- I, yeah. know. I like that part. I know. I know. Um, I feel like, I feel like she didn't even really try, but yeah, she, she had, did I mean, not they're, try. they're in that restaurant forever. And like, she, has like little sheet as a kid. I really liked that. Um, and then he's like, do you want to have breakfast? Oh my God. He's so not into her for hours of this date. And then she asks him to say passport and he loses his mind and then wants <laughs> to have breakfast in the morning, which I think gives us, I guess it gives the audience. It's like, this guy's a sick gumbag. Who cares? Like she's not really taking advantage of him. He's a jerk. Mm-hmm. Well, but I mean, to his credit, I mean, she was forceful forcefully keeping him at that restaurant till it like closed down i assume like ordering drinks and stuff yeah yeah so it's like that would be a signal if like this woman will not let me leave yeah I guess that's she's true to me uh i mean <laughs> yeah, he's true. still coming off as like a jerk but it just like yeah that's like a, a pretty weasel. signal that like she's into you she wants like, to have this go on yeah. right 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 yeah, interesting. Um, or there's like yeah. an assassin outside and she doesn't feel safe leaving or right. something like that. I mean, as a kid, um, I feel like I didn't know her background. Like, I guess she's a piano teacher, mathematician. But well, like, she like was a mathematician and then she like retired. No, her, speaking of fancy apartments, oh, yeah. um, like she's got the So I Married an Axe Murderer. In San Francisco, exactly. San Francisco, yeah. fancy apartment yeah. deluxe. Right. Everybody's on her piano teacher's salary. Well, also focus on these guys that throw a party when they get $100,000 and they're like loft uh, office space is just amazing. Just full of balloons. Brick. Yeah. All those, their (laughs) balloon uh, line item is just amazing. I know there had to be a different way to hold up than to drag a woman into it. But like, speaking of that, like I just, as a kid, I thought that they were all this like, the 18 like they used to be together and she used to be a spy because she's so good at all this stuff like she's like putting a wallet out a window and not afraid (laughs) she has no fear that's for sure yeah yeah so basically they they go into the build now river phoenix um goes into the building and he goes up into the hvac through the bathroom as the gardener right after he asks to use i would like to use your human bathroom your john (laughs) can i use the john what he just yeah oh he's not selling it very well i'm just like river phoenix is definitely needed a movie to take a break on (laughs) i do want you to know though that he is in that hvac system for a very long time so I do want to give him some credit, at least his character. Well, this is before, but yes, he but probably then had to the, go up this, like three floors. This gardener trick is wild. Yeah. Like 
the idea if this was the plan it was so like specific like he's yeah. dressed one way he stays in the bathroom forever the security yeah. guard but like at first i was like okay at least the security guard's paying attention he's like yeah. hmm. he's been in there for a while he goes to call it in because he's in a high security building and then he he happens to go he goes into another room he happens to look out the window and sees I would think that I saw somebody that was in the same uniform that looked nothing like the man that came into yeah. the bathroom. Yeah. I mean, they are different heights, weights, ages. Yeah. One's a 20 like, year old man. The other one is like an overweight 50 year old. Yeah, totally. So um, it, yeah. And then, and then the, like, so he has no, like, how would he know? how would the sneakers know he was going to look out that one window? And then the minute he sees him, Dan Aykroyd's like, okay, great. This is all over. See ya. It's like, well, how does Dan Aykroyd know that he's been spotted? Yeah. Right, exactly. Like the whole he's like, thing. I've been spotted. He waved at him. <laughs> Hi, hello. Yeah. Wouldn't you think, you would think that there was a team of gardeners. Like, usually also, there's not just one person. Yeah. Well, well no, they made, there was, a, there was a throwaway line. Okay. I'm just like, I thought they'd all left. Yeah, I thought they all and left. And then it was like, oh, there must just be one guy there still raking. <laughs> yeah. Um, but also just the fact all the employees of this toy company have to go through this insane security like every day. Yeah. They have to know that they're working for a murder company. Just, you I know. know, I know I was thinking like they, they kind of work for like severance. Like, yeah, I bet they kind of, it feel looks like that. Like that. It, yeah. The the stairwells kind of look. Yeah, like they that. did. It, I remembered this building is a lot more high tech. Like it's like, oh no, this is just totally a very plain <laughs> office building with a hot room at the top of it. Did you guys notice that dog skeleton in the background? Yeah. Oh, they had God, some weird no. art. It's a weird art. It's not like it's just like an electronic looking. It's like a oh yeah, I Commodore sixty four. Is that art or was it? Yeah, art, I didn't understand. Yeah. I didn't know what it was. Um, or it was yeah. like an, an example. And I don't know. It was just them threatening their employees. Um, That's the other thing. Is like it's so high tech in these security guards. Like if we are gonna do, you know, imagine it to be kind of like Severance. Like there's no way Robert Redford could just walk in there. Like he, right? That we saw earlier that he has the you know the balloon and cake of it all. Like he just feels like he can just walk in there. So I guess, but like, if wouldn't you be like, do I know you? Like I work here. <laughs> no, like, front desk people are doofuses. I guess they are. <laughs> I mean, this one is because he doesn't know he can't tell the difference between Dan Aykroyd and River Phoenix. So Robert Redford goes into the office and the voice password thing works. Mm -hmm. And then he's doing what Jeff described, the slow movement. And they turn the temperature <laughs> up because the, the heat censored. So the they can also. Yeah. Yeah. So they want to make instead of having him wear like a heat suit, they just make the room in his body the same temperature as the idea. So 98.6. Right. right. Hopefully that's Robert Redford. That's body a temperature. hot heater. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I know. Yeah, it's, that's kind of gross. They, they also like localize it to just that room. Um, yeah. I don't know. I work in old government buildings. Right. And they, <laughs> they are not that precise. I yeah. Do yeah. That. Meanwhile, uh, they're uh, back at Warner or Varner, whatever his name is, uh, place and his robot dog knocks over Liz's bag. Mm -hmm. and um, her name isn't doris yeah he sees her id and yeah, then realizes right. she's a liar 
And so he drives right to work. <laughs> I know. I mean, he really jumped to a conclusion. So that's what makes me think he does know that he he's doing something knows, nefarious. Right. Well, at least it knows that it's high security and that it's p- something that people would want right. to like breach because he he kind of acts pretty realistically as like i think something's going on i'm taking this woman here but like right like if you're so not she's she's held hostage again held hostage again at <laughs> the whole movie and then ben kingsley comes down and they it looks like they're going to get away with it and then she offhandedly she just showed us up talking says something about that's the last computer date i'll ever go on <laughs> and um ben kingsley's like wait a minute oh yeah she a computer matched her with him right i don't think so he believes like the real world matched them together but the fact that a computer did this right no 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 no. computer would not mess up this is it because it's been hacked he's that awful i think that she's that great (laughs) both i guess (laughs) right and like how awful can he be like he you know i'm like Come on. And he screams, Marty. Marty. <laughs> he has a designer license plate. So. Oh my God. Oh God yeah. You're right. With this like IQ or whatever. They, high IQ or something. They do make him pretty terrible. Like they work pretty hard. And this guy's so good at being this guy. Oh, like, yeah. Just like this... from Silicon Valley and all that. Yeah. Right. Right. This arrogant nerd. Um, then Liz is hostage again for the third or fourth time now by Cosmo who's like holding her hostage as he talks to Marty yeah for reals yeah Yeah. um and this is where I really like to imagine this is Marla Hooch's father like shotgunning uh the drop ceiling I know (laughs) (gasps) let my daughter play the game (laughs) and Ben Kingsley says um I cannot kill my friend kill my friend well for, yeah first he gets on the pa oh and encourages him to get down there and then yeah it's like yeah 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 i didn't like that i i like i don't know how us ben kingsley was supposed to deliver that line but yeah mm. but then carl drops down because he's been in the ceiling all day just shitting around hanging out and he uh pulls him what does he do pulls him he kind of falls on top of him yeah and they take out two armed people um Right. Yeah. After after they escort Robert Redford in there, like at shotgun on his back, and he just looks like so annoyed. He's like, okay, geez, okay, I get it. I get it. Stop poking me. And it's like, you're being held at gunpoint. Yeah. <laughs> like, then I can't believe there's you. more movie after this. <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah there's so a lot of twists and turns. There's a lot of, yeah, just switcheroos and they Whistler get on the roof. driving the car. Whistler should buckle up. Because yeah. that oh. van is like a mail truck. Both of the yeah. doors are open. And like Robert Ripper, like, I don't know why he thinks it's helpful to be like, you're going to go down a gentle slope. Uh, don't worry. It's totally flat on the way right. here. And Funny he's just joke. going over. Is it a joke? Or like, I don't understand. It's like, dude, if you want this to happen, tell him he's about to hit a median and yeah. then it'll go 100% better. It's kind of wild. Yeah. No, that would, I, I think I would be very upset if I were Whistler in that situation. Give him better directions. <laughs> Although I think Nora and I both laughed when he hit that wall. And <laughs> it just was funny. completely broke his neck <laughs> into the no. windshield. Uh, He's got a broken nose at the minimum, right? Oh. Um, he hit oh. it so hard. Yeah, so no airbag. Yeah, yeah. yeah totally. I think so. Yeah. 
Um, I wrote, I wrote Marty and Cosmo have a conversation. Don't shoot me, etc. <laughs> That's what I wrote. And then what oh, is right, Cosmo's yeah. vision here? It's, I mean, Cosmo's vision is kind of the internet is what it seems like. And big tech. Cause he's like, uh, information yeah. is going to be, it's like, yeah, dude, like it's kind of nefarious. Well, but it's that, but he also wants to fight club it and just sort of like reduce, like mm-hmm. go to straight up anarchy where there's no bank records. And right. It's just, everything is, e- it's almost like, I guess like communism. No, it's, it's just, I don't know. It's, but starting with like anarchy and everyone it seems would very die. chaotic. Everyone oh, yeah. Would die. It's just very chaotic, chaotic. I know it's like, it's like, um, it's almost like libertarianism. It's just like, it would, it maybe works in your mind in a vacuum, but not if right. you insert human behavior or emotions into it. Yeah. Um, and then Ben Kingsley is just so sad that Marty's going to leave. He doesn't want him <laughs> to leave. I felt really sad for him. Um, and then there's just like a million, like, I mean, Robert Rivert always has, uh, people should check the chip <laughs> before oh, <yeah. laughs> Robert Redford leaves. Like this is a pattern Check to make sure you got the right thing. He's, yeah. He's got such a trusting face. Why would I think that he didn't put I the know. Thing, you know. Just check. Ben Kingsley is stunned that he's taken the little chip from the answering machine. Yeah. Um, and then of course <laughs> James Earl Jones, aka the there. Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Because shows... he grants them all the wishes uh, they wanted yeah. on their journey. Reluctantly. I know. That... <laughs> They have to, um, I know reluctantly. And like, it's like, this is all you want in the world. And it's like, at this point, yeah, Winnebago isn't much really. Well, um, also they're not getting that because instantly he's going to realize, wait a sec, there's a huge chunk of this machine missing. Well, that's, I guess my question, because if we are to give the NSA and the American government the benefit of the doubt, it seems to me like all they want is that no one else has this. Right. But but then that then they, you know, it's a problem that Robert Redford is a problem that anybody has it. And then he starts fucking with the world pretty big. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he. Yeah. It's not like he just sits on it. He like drains the Republican Party's bank account right. and then like gives like a lot of other. Yeah. I can't remember what it was. One was like the. NAACP, I think. Yeah, like the exact same amount. Like, yeah, they're, they're not going to investigate this wire fraud. <laughs> right. <you dummy. laughs> right. Right, right, right. Also, um, I have a note about the gift giving because Liz, oh, man. I just wrote Liz, oh, I'm free. I'm fine. She's like, I'm oh, fine. Oh, I'm, I'm fine. fine. I don't need like, anything. Of course, she doesn't get to ask for anything. Yes. Oh, I'm fine. She's just so delighted <sighs> by Liz. everything. And then River Phoenix asks for that girl's phone number where that that poor NSA agent needs to yeah. get out more. Yeah. She gives a real phone number, though. <laughs> yeah, I know. I saw that in the fact. <laughs> oh, really? Or did, did, did they have to change it or something? Is it I don't like know. We dialing should it? call it, though. Yeah. Ooh, Ask for Lucy. Yeah. I think that was her name. Um, yeah. Is that the movie? Okay. That's the movie. That's the movie. Sneakers, sneak, sneak, sneakers. Oh, Any man. other questions from Question Corner? Uh, my couchmate just asked, "How did it end?" Because she went to bed halfway through. <laughs> so well, hopefully she'll learn. Oh, okay. You know it's what I enough. said, and I think it's true. It's like it ended how you thought it was going to end. And she's like, "Okay, I think it's mm. probably true." Mm. Yeah, <laughs> I did it well. Though. Okay. How about Hummers, Bummers, and Dummers? 
Um, do we want to start with um, Dumbers? No. Okay. <laughs> no, sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> man. Uh, here's my dumber. Okay. When Robert Redford gets out of his his coma trunk yeah. and he goes to Liz's apartment, she's like, oh, my God. And she lets him in. And then she doesn't close her door all the way. Oh, interesting. Okay? It's just still open. And I'm like, Liz lady you you're a smart lady but he's a he's like a fugitive mm-hmm. of some kind and you're just gonna leave your door open so, yeah dumb liz was this something i caught yeah um i go there there was a few in this movie and we already sort of mentioned this one but i feel it was so dumb i'm gonna have to stick with it it was river phoenix jumping through the ceiling <laughs> to grab one person with a gun and there's another person with a gun and it worked somehow like you're just jumping blind plan um like i guess they're hand waving it like whistler could somehow echolocate and be like okay get on the third panel from the left and that's the one you jump through but i mean it's there's no way this would have worked he would have jumped tackled like the big aquarium thing and broke it out and then they both would have gotten shot and broke. Yeah. Yeah. Um, man, I feel like I talked about so many, uh, things. I don't know if I have anything new except for like, uh, maybe it's like a dumber bummer where I guess uh, maybe it's more of a bummer, but like the Russian guy dying and like that whole situation yeah, is just like, wait, like, I, I I mean, maybe it's like wrapped up into just keep on going. Like you have that limo, keep I on know. going. It's very sad that that this driver man, that had nothing to do. Yeah, with maybe it. the dumber is like the this how aggressive Robert Redford is towards that guy, towards the woman. You know, like it's like you don't need to like go in a hundred percent angry at um all of these people around you. So I don't know. That would say that's my kind of cheap bummer dumber yeah um so speaking of bummers uh bummers <laughs> uh mine is going to be um the never got a chance to truly love between donald logue's uh mathematician <laughs> and then the uh the other accented uh redhead doctor um just i think they had true oh, love there yeah um, they they cared about each other's work but mm-hmm. the, the sex was still raw and intense <laughs> and just uh, it ended too short because wish, of, of greed. We're sure everybody could have seen your fist pump on raw and intense. It <laughs> <laughs> was a very good gesture. <laughs> our, our video streamers did. So that's true. I'll have, I have a simple bummer, but it, it, it dovetails off of the, the love affair, which is, Dr. Elena Rishkov ripping her blouse open. <laughs> um, not because, you know, that's a that's a bummer thing to do, but it just breaks your blouse. And then you gotta sew those buttons back on. Mm, yeah. Uh, unless you you've already made it a tearaway shirt, which or I don't think so. Make it to your car. <laughs> yeah, like, right. Like, then what are you gonna do? So, I mean, I think it feels sexy in the moment, perhaps, but what a bummer now. She doesn't have a shirt to wear uh, out of that office that day. And there's a lot of other things that kind of bummed me out about women in this movie, but I'm just going to use the, the, the shirt ripping open sure. as my metaphor. Metaphor. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll jump into maybe a broader bummer based on that is just like 
the amount of times that women are kidnapped yes <laughs> in this movie and held hostage and kind of chased around like even actually and i think maybe you touched on it Bridget, with your dumber but like even the first encounter of robert Ruppert and mary mcdonald right isn't her name like liz after however many years him like chasing her around that room like with the piano being like, you have to, it's not a date. It's not oh, a date, yeah. but you have to do this. Hell like, and yeah. it's like, yikes, dude, calm down because I said you're no. a fugitive. Yeah. She did say no. And then Mary McDonald is like seemingly such a confident, like capable person that I don't know if we're ever really worried about her, but we should be. <laughs> um, so yeah, it, I, I don't know. I didn't like, I would have liked if, um, there was a woman in the core a team that was like actually yeah part of it and you know she gets a cool role i guess and she's kind of supposed to be the adult and smarter than all of them but that's mm. the trope that's like problematic she's working too. pro bono and i don't know right. yeah i see it yeah yeah I she's not even get getting any of the money so yeah, yeah. Mm. uh so hummers <laughs> um i'll go with Sydney Poitier just mm. he has some just glances in here mm-hmm. you know he's sort of the this voice of reason but also just you know he gives a bunch of tood and <laughs> he's just I don't know every role he's in he's just so put together and everything but it's like uh, yeah he's just giving these glances and then of course he gets the hulk out the end of with the line of just like you know why they kicked me out of the CIA it was my anger. Anger, um, yeah, totally. I can't do a Sydney Poitier. I I don't have enough class. No, he's, he's given a hundred. He is. I know Sydney Poitier in every movie. <laughs> yeah, no, it's he plays himself. Kind of wild. And I don't know. I love him. Great. I just my since my Hummer piggybacks and dovetails off of yours, I'll just go next, which is the, his wife and daughter. Um, those yeah. lovely humans that are. You know, what do they think is happening? Like, they're like, oh, not again. You know, I know. dad's off to, I thought I was going to a balloon party, but then it like <laughs> turned into party. like right. a kidnapping. heist, like a kidnapping. kidnapping. And like, why is Liz dancing like that? And I just think they're cool. And I kind of wanted to follow them and find out what was going on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think my Hummer and I, 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 I feel like I need to mention at one point I was thinking like I just really enjoyed Dan Aykroyd in this movie for some reason I think like yeah. we don't get to see him like that in a while but but truthfully my Hummer and I wish there was more of this because I remember there being more of it but like I have a I have a Hummer written down next to when the mathematician is killed but it's not because he was killed it's like when they reveal when Sydney Portney like looks at the newspaper I'm a sucker for a newspaper reveal <laughs> and just that it's just like when Eddie Valiant and Roger Rabbit like has the gin, cl- gin glass closer like I feel like the parts of this movie not so much the too many secrets but like <laughs> any of that like wait this 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 like figuring stuff out or like when they go back to that building and it's like no longer it's like just being demolished like it wasn't anything oh, right yeah it's just like anything that kind of is almost like usual suspects-y. like this the was like my first sort of thing yeah, yeah like this was my first probably like it sounds like jeff s was similar where like it was kind of the first like man in the van like code breaker like the way that jeff was saying was this movie was satisfying mm. i liked that like where it's like oh this is this and that is that and like all of all of that stuff and just the anytime that they were playing the usual suspects theme song and not the jazz theme song <laughs> yeah. i really still really liked about this movie it was very exciting um so yeah that, that, those were my hummers 
Should we talk about our outfits? Let's, Let's talk, talk about, about our outfits. I uh, I will talk about. I I've been excited to talk about Philip's outfit. Mm-hmm. Um, Philip, I really enjoy your sneakers, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm starting from the bottom and going to the top. Sure. Your sure. white 1992 high top sneakers, where your stone washed long crotched jeans are just sort of gently sitting. the The cuffs of them are sitting on top of the high tops. And then you're wearing a tank top that has an image of Sir Ben Kingsley pointing. And he says, you gonna, you gone die, Marty. <laughs> <laughs> but gone die. Yeah. Is spe- okay. Do you get it? I, I do. Yeah. It's your shirt. You made yeah, it. I know. I- <laughs> Katie, do you get it? No, my it's... my shirt has a British man dressed in brown face. Uh, to he play is he is Gandhi. half Indian. He is, is half okay. Um, really in real life. Yeah. In real life, is That's he good Ben Kingsley? Yes. Not... Oh, cool. Yeah. That G H A N D I. Two movies. I'm not saying. Oh, that Gandhi. Got you gonna die. Gandhi. You gonna die. No. Oh, I get it. That's really. <laughs> Philip <funny>. shirt. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's uh, half Indian. Now I'm like, did I make that up? We'll see. In the meantime, I he, will. He is. Uh... He has an Indian father. Okay. Okay. Good. Oh, nice. Good. 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 Okay. Uh, Katie, mm-hmm. um, I see you also went with a sneakers theme. Um, you're sporting uh, Lil Nas X's sort of like Satan shoes uh, that yeah. actually have a real drop of blood in it and just really made people lose their shit. Wow. Uh, I don't know if you read about the news. I haven't. Uh, a few, yeah, it's like a, just a pair of Nikes, oh. but people like really got bent out of shape because it's so wild. Just promoting Satanism, but you're mm. sporting the shoes, really oh, nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then your your hooded sweatshirt. Um, it just says, "Oh, you meant sneakers, like the movie." <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> And then you've got a stick back ponytail. Yeah, I do kind of. Um, I have a, yeah, slick back making its way to fully gray ponytail. Um, Bridget, I love your one size fits all gardener outfit. Thank you. (laughs) It's hard to tell who knows if you are River Phoenix or Dan Aykroyd. And I like that underneath the button, the brown button, um, you have a shirt that says C-Tech Astronomy and underneath too many secrets <laughs> and underneath just kidding like c-tech astronomy that's actually our name <laughs> s-e-t it doesn't have look up code. c-tech yeah, astronomy yeah. <laughs> it's fine <laughs> don't worry about it <laughs> i love it oh man so oh geez i wish i wasn't going first oh uh we have to figure yeah, out if this find out if it's is for real. real it's the point of the podcast katie Oh man. Well, it's interesting how I came into this, what I was feeling and now what I'm feeling. Um, okay. Oi. So what I'm going to say is I, I feel like if you, like, I kind of already said this a little bit about the too many secrets thing, but like, if you had asked me two days ago to describe the plot of this movie and what I remembered from it, it like, I, 
I couldn't believe there wasn't more to this movie than what I remembered. <laughs> I was like, oh, I remember all of this. And it's like as simple as I thought my 10-year-old brain thought it was. Like, mm-hmm. I I guess I, what I'm saying is like, I was disappointed watching this movie that it wasn't like faster paced. Mm. It was a little slow. Um, I don't know. I thought, I, I, I think honestly, I might, and who knows, maybe if I watched Usual Suspects, I'd feel different. But I think like this to me was like the intro course for Usual Suspects. Um, but I don't know. I guess because I don't know. I'm so curious to see what you guys will think. Um, I think these are this is one of those movies that I was watching and I was like, oh, no, what have I done to us? What am I doing to people having them watch this movie? Um, but I'd be think like they- me and not care about that because... <laughs> Well, I just, it was just so different than what I thought. Like, I, I thought it was going to be more of this, like, thrill ride. Um, but it was a lot slower. And it just, like, what the stakes weren't what I remembered. I just remember, like, Ben Kingsley being this super villain, And I'm like, oh, I think he's, like, whatever. <laughs> like, I don't know. I didn't find him that threatening. And it was weird that he showed up halfway through. Anyway. Um, yeah. But I guess I'll just, like, tap into probably, like, me and Jeff S. Of, like, I think this movie, at least for me, established some of these tropes. And was so like cutting edge, like computer stuff and hackers. And it has this all-star cast. And I really like Mary McDonald in it. And like, I actually felt that Robert Redford was like a really charming protagonist. Um, This is a journey, Katie. I'm going to say it's for real. I'm going to say this movie is for real, but I just don't know if I, but it's weird because I was like very disappointed in watching it. And you're going to get the Mary McDonald haircut is what you're saying. Yes, I'm going to do it. Okay. Coons that was a roller coaster i'm sorry i should i i was thinking about it as i was talking so that's that's my thing but i can't wait to hear what you guys think i can go next um before my mary mcdonald haircut appointment um i didn't watch this movie before so i have no preconceived notions of whether it's for real from my childhood i only get to decide if it's for Mm -hmm. real from yesterday and you know there's a lot in here that definitely doesn't meet the bechdel test oh um you know it's it's sort of a boys club but it's like a nerdy boys club yeah um of sorts which is kind of like fun and i mean Sydney Poitier is like one of the most amazing actors that ever walked mm-hmm. this earth. And I like was shocked he was in mm-hmm. this movie. Um, totally. But I actually really enjoyed watching this. And I thought it was like it moved along and I, it was two hours. And I was like, not, yeah, I wasn't pausing <laughs> or mm-hmm. I think I paused once. Um, but I, yeah, I enjoyed it. I like the, the simple heists and the way they, you know, plan it out and you just have to suspend belief. So I'm going to say it's for real. Um, and give it like a solid 1992 long crotch re- <laughs> for real rating. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say it's for real as well. I'll sort oh of hit the, the highlights. I know um, it has some entertaining high stuff. It's definitely not perfect, um, mm. but I mean, the cast is amazing. And uh, that piano work just you <laughs> can't go wrong with it. It's true. Uh, no, I mean, it's like I said, it, it it's not perfect. But I think the the cherry on top was sort of Jeff's thing of just like this probably is the the first sort of like man in the chair like men in the van sort of mm, yeah. thing or just whispering in your ear and i think that mm. being the first thing i think makes it worth to go go through this and watch this enjoyable movie it drags on a little too long but mm-hmm. yeah i think it's 
check it out. Yeah. Katie, I mean, I'm surprised that you thought you had like tortured us. I mean, well, it's interesting. I've been thinking about it and I'm I'm interested in your guys' ratings because I wasn't sure how it was going to go. And it was one of those movies that like, I wasn't, (laughs) it sounds crazy, but like, I wasn't sure we'd have a lot to talk about or something. Mm. And maybe it was just because I think nostalgia for a movie can go one way or the other. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where you're like, oh, like this is, I'm just so glad to spend time with these people again. And then for me, I was like, oh, this is made for a 10 year old. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or this was made for 10 year old me. Well, this is not sure. me. 10 year old me liked it too. Well, right. It just wasn't. Yeah, exactly. So it was, yeah. it was, inter- it was interesting. I think it'd be interesting to talk to Jeff about it too. And Phil, because you saw it before, it's like, I think it was so impactful for me when I was 10. Like, again, all of these tropes were first time that like, I expected it to be kind of a brain blow again. And it like, sure. wasn't. Um, and I think I just didn't even know that I felt that way until rewatching it. So anyway, yeah. How interesting. I'm glad, I'm glad you guys did like watching it. Ready for a song? Yeah. Okay. going to see if you can figure out why I picked this. Because they got to the toy factory and they thought it was a dead end. Is that why you played it? They thought it was the end of the road. Um, Yeah. No, but that's really funny. Oh, what was the reason? It was when Davis Strathan came to the end of the road, but it was slamming a van into a brick wall. (laughs) I love all of these. Uh, No, I picked this song because it was the, it held almost the longest record in the top billboard top 100 for 1992 um oh. because i felt like this was a very 1992 movie which yeah. would have been the year that i um well it wasn't the year of my eighth grade farewell dance where this was the theme but um that song but anyway do you uh, trivia this this song held number one for 13 weeks on the billboard top 100 only one song beat it out at 14 weeks ever in 19, or in 1992 in, in 1992 boys um. and men. I don't tone loke from a very famous movie of the time, a, a power belter. She's she unfortunately oh, left, left us yeah. too early. It's uh, bodyguard. Yeah. I will always love you. That's yeah. right. That song, if you want to take a deep dive, is really interesting with like yeah. Dolly Parton. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Really if, yeah. Also, if you want to take a deep dive, look at the Billboard Top 100 from 1992 and what a roller coaster you have everything from crisscross um, to like En Vogue to Achy Breaky Heart. It we had a wild time. Oh in wow, 90s, you guys, interesting. Yeah, nice. pop music's crazy. So wild. Yeah. Well, uh, thanks to my husband, Jeff S. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Jeff yeah, S. You, Jeff. For an awesome, awesome intro and like yeah. even even like fun chat about, you know, sneakers offline. It was it was cool. I'm excited to talk more to Jeff S. about like what his rewatching experience was like. Yeah. And Katie, thanks for picking this movie because I never would have watched it ever in my whole life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's fun. that this is one that I was excited to do because it's just like it's kind of this classic like. I remember loving it. What will it be like to watch it again? So yeah. thanks for thanks for indulging me. Oh, you're welcome. Till next time. See ya. Toodaloo. In a world where people watch movies. I think I'm going to watch a movie. Sometimes they don't like what they see. I don't like this movie. But sometimes... 
They look for the silver lining. Wait a second. I like this part of this movie. Joel and Andy, do that work for you. The Silver Linings Playback. I like this part of this podcast where they tell me the part of the movie I like. Every Monday on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcasts.